Silence. All right, all right. I just need to play along with me, all right? Okay. Do you know what tulips are? Have you heard of tulips? I'm editing all of that out of the podcast. Are you? Yeah, all they're going to hear is this statement that says I'm editing that out. Right, from, from the word tulips to the point where I say I'm editing it out, and then right after that, it'll cut out, and it'll go to where the music's playing. Well, oh no, oh no. Silence. Oppenheimer! I myself am strange and unusual. This is Nerf Radio! Nerd Alert! See, this is the stuff that brings nerds together. So it's sort of social. Demented and sad, but social, right? I'm interested in it, and by definition, it is nerdy. Are you in loser denial or something? I'm your co-host, man. My dad's a nerd. Welcome to episode 324 of Nerd Pride Radio. 324, that's 18 squared. That's it. So, ask me how I'm doing today. Go on. Ask me. How you doing? I am awesome! My name is Mike Jones. I am a D&D slash Pathfinder nerd, a history nerd, a sci-fi nerd, a comic book nerd, computer nerd, movie nerd, comic nerd, science nerd, gaming nerd, plus there's like seven other kinds of nerd I only wish I was nerdy enough to be. You are listening to Nerd Pride Radio, the place I go every week with my son Aiden to hey on about all the nerd stuff that just won't fit in our skulls anymore. As always, we are recording live from our Nerd Pride studios in the Hall of Justice. Okay. Um, I mean, really, only Aquaman stays here during these months. I right, mean. right, exactly. And he's actually pretty quiet. So I figure as long as, uh, you know, he makes the coffee when he takes the last cup and all See, that. We actually good. had to, like, try eight different rooms. But because apparently superheroes love vaulted ceilings, it was awful trying to find a one room where we didn't have this awful echo so we're currently in the janitor's closet which is actually really roomy yeah oh all right now it's time for the meticulously plotted portion of this podcast this is the time for me and aiden where we talk about all the interesting things we've stumbled across in the last what's it been now four weeks yeah four weeks we're bad people um if something tickles our nerd fancies during the course of our busy, busy lives, we add it to our master list, and the very best stuff off of that list gets spewed out all over you guys every time we record. You, you lucky, lucky dogs. dogs. Oof. And first up, it's our gaming table. I've got Dungeon Master's Guide. I've got 12-sided die. Role-playing games, video games, board games, card games, any games, if it fits on my gaming table, I'm here to share it with you. And uh, I should have brought this up last time we were here, but I forgot. Uh, I got a new Kickstarter game in the mail. 
called Kabuto Sumo. And did you play Kabuto Sumo with us? My God, we'll have to play as soon as we get done here. It's awesome. Uh, Kabuto Sumo is a game that has, uh, there's a small stand with a platform on it. And then the platform is covered with discs of varying sizes. And among those discs are your bugs. And then on your turn, you have discs of your own that you then, there's a little uh, a launching ramp and you kind of push yours up the ramp and onto the board. And any discs that you fall that fall off of there, you get to gain as ammo for next time. And if you can cause one of the other guys' bugs to fall off, you win the game. And that's all there is to it. And uh, it is an incredibly simple simple concept, which is very well executed. These guys put a ton of time and work into making this game, and is really really fun. So Kabuto Sumo, I really like it. Um, but okay, other than that, hey. What do you got for the gaming table? I've got 12-sided die. I've got my Dungeon Master's Guide. Uh-huh. I have Kitty Pride and Nightcrawler, too. Uh-huh. That's weird. That's really weird. Okay. <laughs> Is it? Come on. All right. Uh, I, first off, have a game called Lethal League. I've never heard of Lethal League. Lethal League. My mouth isn't working today. It's been in your house for years, so I don't know how you haven't heard of it. Because uh, me and Jacob used to play it all the time on him on his PC. Never heard of it. Um, so you play as characters with a striking weapon of some sort. Okay. And there is a ball that is not subject to gravity in this enclosed off square you play the game in. Okay, I'm following you so far. Now, without the net, you play death tennis. Wait. This is a video game? Yes. Okay. I played it on a PC. Right. You said that. My old mind has to translate. Go <laughs> ahead. Right. And so, uh, when you strike the ball, it turns your color, meaning that it can damage any other player. Okay. And the more times the ball is hit, the faster it goes, the harder it is to hit. This, that, and the other thing. Really fun. Enjoy the heck out of it. Okay. Lethal League. Like, like it was always this indie game that was just on Steam for green light and all that. Which is, you know, just Steam's indie games that... Right. Well, it just got published on uh, the Nintendo Switch uh, as Lethal League Blaze. With all new characters and stuff, and it is such an easy game to pick up. I have gotten every single one of my friends enthralled with this game. Really? Yes. Is it is uh, the Blaze version uh, Nintendo only? I believe the Blaze version is a technical sequel? Okay. But... I'm looking up if... I'm saying if, you, I'm saying if you're getting everyone hooked on it, does everyone have to have a Switch to play it? Well, you can play multiple people on the same system. Mm-hmm. Up to four players. Oh, gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Um, he's typing now, so... Yeah. I'll, I'll entertain you with a little anecdote of my own. Um, I don't have any anecdotes. God, I should prepare for this show. 
One of these days, I am uh, going to... No, Lethal League is just the uh, official console and PC release of the sequel. Okay. Yes, it's just the second game. Okay. Very cool. Oh, it, it, if, if you ever get a chance to check out Lethal League Blaze, go for it. It is a blast, easy to pick up. Oh, it 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 makes it makes party nights fun. Okay, um, so next thing on the gaming table. Yeah, um, I've got to uh, I've got to show you a video here, and I may have to clip this out. I don't even know how long the video is, but yep, um, this is the largest dice roll ever. Oh, that's only a minute long. Well, it looks as though somebody took a turn too fast. Oh. <laughs> I gotta take a picture of this, man. Um, did you add up what all the rolls equaled out to? Look at that. Thousands of dice scattered across the freeway. Oh, they're all D6s? Or, uh, yeah, they're all D6s. The box after box after box of them all just tumbled off this truck. And then some of them got run over, pulverized. Okay. Oh. So, $10,000 worth of dice. Wow. Okay. Alright, so that happened. Um, and uh, I-75, it's down south somewhere. But um, anyway, as it turns out, someone who listens to this podcast... Saw that video online, knew where it was, went out and recovered a ton of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, washed them off, and these are his redeemed dice. And he sent me some. Oh, did he? These are from Mando. And uh, of them, I'm giving you this set. I get some of them. All right, the, these are these are these are special. Are they? Yeah, because see, here's a little bag full of redeemed dice here. All right, all right. So yeah. they're scuffed and marked and whatever. But these were the best because these are battle damaged. Ooh. That's the best one. Okay. He's seen some action. <laughs> no, she. These are the fates. I don't know what you're going to use them for in your game. But when you tell everyone that you're pulling the fates out, I want them to be scared. So you have to find an effect. You have to find a way to use these. That they only come out for special occasions. Okay. Because I was going to do this myself, but then I thought, not me. I don't play in person that often anymore. Or ever. Most of the time. Oh, a lot of bad ideas. Yeah, we really need to start up again over Thanksgiving. Whereas Aiden, you play like 19 groups a week. So. Oh, I, I've got ideas. Uh-huh. Oh. See? These are so freaking rad. Yeah, so those are the fates. And those are yours. Dude, that's awesome. So, Mando, thank you. They're going to good use. Um, like I say, and I have a whole, have, have a whole bunch of them over here. Another uh, couple dozen of them, but uh, those are the the ugliest, most damaged of them. I mean, that this this black one that Aiden is rolling right now. Um, How does it still roll? Fair? Every every corner is taken off of this thing. Um, there's huge gouges taken out of it, but yet you can still see the pips, the paint. For the pips, the the material of it mm-hmm. is sunk in there well enough that each side is definable. Yeah, the, and it, two's almost gone. Yeah, the, but 
but whatever you roll, it's very clear what you rolled. Yeah. It's still a very usable die. So, I so again, thank you. I to see a roll of six. Oh, I, God, when I first pulled it out, um, the first time I rolled it, I rolled four fives in a row. And I thought, okay, well, this sucker's broken. And then it rolled a couple of sixes, and then a four, and then finally... There's a six. Yeah, I started getting other numbers after that. Okay, I've that. rolled every number on it now. Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, it's, it's clearly not a fair die, but fair enough. I mean, mm-hmm. like, what are we going to know about it? So, super cool. I love those dice. Those are awesome. So... Like, I can say that my granddad passed it down to you, and then mm-hmm. you pass it down to me. And this is what a hundred years of rolling a die looks like. <laughs> nice. Um, you got anything else for the gaming table? Uh, yeah, I've got STD. Oh. They have shots for that. So, uh, my all of my campaigns take place in my own home world called Sorim. Yes. And SCD stands for the Cerumian Tax Department. Oh, okay. Which I know none of my players will listen. It's a singular man that shows up claiming he's part of the Cerumian Tax Department demanding Uh taxes. Nice. I have yet to decide if he's actually part of the government because no one questioned his credentials. Look, if you look... He just just showed up... Hey, but we're... We're really loud. Oh, I'm here. sorry. No, no, no. It's, I'm sorry, everyone's ears. It's it's me and you. And sorry, guys. Let me turn that down a little bit. There we go. Hey, no, no one questioned this man's credentials. He just waltzed in, said he required taxes, and they paid the man. That's really funny. And he showed up like four times. I have now, over the last few weeks, I have walked into probably. Five law enforcement offices without having to show any credentials. I say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm here to switch out that computer. And then they just let me into the back. And then, well, but yeah, see, then I do things like I know what equipment they have and where it is and this kind of thing. And so I'm like, I'm like, no, no, it's supposed to be the teletype machine. Uh, which one would I be replacing? And they're like, oh, the teletype, that's the one over there. Um, so you know, it's not like it's not like I'm I'm coming in completely ignorant, but um, but um, they don't check, you know, and then they let me in, and I get and of course I guess also it would be like if someone was to buzz into a government facility just to cheese someone's vehicle, right? But all you do is get inside the fence. It's not like you get in the building that way. <laughs> in fact, Yancey couldn't get out. So. Right. Yeah, Yancey. <laughs> Yancey forgot his keys and he couldn't get off the first floor yesterday. Look, look, all I'm saying is I'm sure I could have niceted my way into that building. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. No, no, no. We're, I'm so sorry I should have left my keys in my office. No, not in your office. See, that's uh, I left my keys at home. That's all you say. And then... Uh, then I wait by any door. Right, you just... Or, better yet... There's enough turnover that you just wait in the parking lot until you see other people getting out of their cars. Then you head up to the door at the same time and just follow them in. See? Done and done. This would work at any major facility. You see it in movies all the time. Any any place that's large enough where all the employees don't know each other. So. Okay, we're going to be living on the street next week. 
No, this, there's no way anyone could trace this back to me. I've just put on a podcast with my name on it. Come on. Ugh, she's being paranoid for nothing, guys. That's it, boys. We got him. <laughs> the, the audience can't see you pull your shirt out to where your, your wire is. But, oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> good object work there. Thank I really you. like that. Um, okay. And then, uh. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got one more thing. There's really not a whole lot going on in the meticulously applied portion this week. But uh, we do have a nerd culture report. I thought this was weirdos with bowling. No, Gonzo, but you are very, very close. Uh, hey, Aiden. Hmm. How, many, how many containers do you need to fill those three cookers at work? Wait, okay, like, like if you and someone else you were working with were maybe um, debating how many containers go in each cooker, because you got three cookers, and uh, there's two big ones, and then the smaller one is in the middle. Uh, if your boss came along, let's say, how many containers would he suggest that you put in there? Depends what we're filling them with. You sent me this whole story, dude. This is an intentional story. Come on. I'll give you a hint. All right, this is an actual thing that happened. All right? Aiden's at work. I fill so many cookers on so many days. But you never, ever send me stories about them. Ever. Hold on. You entertain them. I'll find what I'm talking about. I know the story. Yeah. Look, Aiden's got to fill these cookers. All right? And and him and his buddy, well, buddy, co-worker... Are, uh, I don't know how well they get along. Oh! Okay. Are trying, okay. The, the, trying to decide. No, no, I, got, I got it. I got it. It's the bags of fat. <laughs> yeah, okay. Bags okay. of fat. No, I got it. That's even better. I didn't know that. So, so there are these bags of fat that we have to put into three cookers. Because I thought you were talking about the meat cookers that oh. I have to load in the first Look, floor. I only know what you text me, dude. Right, no, okay. Alright, hold on. <laughs> so... Hold on, I gotta make sure I get my numbers right. Alright, so we have 96 bags of fat to load. Right. Oh. There you go. And so... Can you pause? We can absolutely do that. Yes. Yes, we can. So I have 96 of these bags to load. And so it is... 7 is a standard size. Uh, 8 is... Uh, I'd say about 20% smaller than yeah. 7. And then 9 is slightly larger by like 5% than 7. Okay. So, 7, 8, and 9, big, small, big. And so, I have to do the math on where each of these bags should be located so we can get them as full as possible. So, let's try to keep them roughly even. And so we figure out that it needs to be 36, 24, 36. And I go, haha, only if she's 5'3. And I get looked at like I'm a crazy person. Right? Like, like that is that is something no one's ever said before. <laughs> I'm s- and I'm sitting here like, has no one heard Sir Mix a lot? That's awesome. Alright. 
Um, similar, like like never heard of it before, right? Um, so I'm. It was it was uh, from Mythical Kitchen, and I don't know if it was from one of their YouTube videos or if it was from their podcast, but Mythical Kitchen is awesome, and it is Josh and Nicole are talking to each other, and Josh says that something reminds him of epic rap battles of history, which you're familiar with. Yeah, yeah. And he's oh, he used to watch those all the time. I love those things. And Nicole says, I have no idea what you're talking about. He's like, you've never heard of rap, epic rap battles of history? How is that even possible? It's, we're the same age. We should have the same. And and she's like, no, I've never had. So he had to go through this whole thing to explain to her what it was. Afterwards, Jacob contacted me and goes, don't they work for Rhett and Link? Oh my god! <laughs> right? Right? Because, okay, Epic Rat Battles of History, if you've never seen them, go look them up. I think they're probably still amusing this many years later. Not sure. Um, but, they were put on by Smosh, but Rhett and Link were the original inspiration for ep- Epic Rat Battles of History. The Smosh people say that. Rhett and Link, who do Good Mythical Morning on YouTube. And Rhett and Link themselves have been in a bunch of epic rap right. battles. They did a ton of them with Smosh, and and thus the fact that, that Josh brought it up, Nicole didn't know what it was, and Josh then had to explain to her what it was, and she a didn't recognize it with her bosses being in it, and Josh didn't mention them because he had completely forgotten that they were there. It. I was thinking about Red Link the That's other day. Crazy to me. I was thinking about Red Link the other day too. For the fact that they are presidents and CEOs of the Mythical Network. Right. They own Smosh. Do they? They own Smosh. I didn't know Smosh was part of Mythical. If they are now, after Maker Studio got in massive trouble and uh, vanished. Mm. Okay. Rhett and Link are some wealthy dudes. Oh, they, yeah. they uh they made YouTube work for them. And just just just, awesome. just just to see them do shit like this just show. Uh, so um cuz no no I, I want to tell this story. This is um I I think this is an awesome story. Uh this is this this is the this is the story of how my wife and I appeared on an episode of Rhett and Link's Good <gasps> Mythical Morning. I love this story! Right? Everybody loves this story except, except for Lisa. Um, so, uh, um, Lisa, it was on Facebook, and someone had posted up a selfie uh, on Facebook. Lying in the dirt and leaves. Right, lying in the, in the middle of the woods, lying in the leaves. Um, with the autumn foliage, you know, and the leaves laying all around, and she's got leaves over each eye, and she's now taking a selfie and posted it to Facebook. Just a, a, a selfie with nature. Great. And then Lisa, being the good friend she is, comments on the picture and points out, uh, is that a piece of poo at one o'clock there? And sure enough, the woman's got a little turd right over her head at one o'clock. And she is just horrified. Um, well, my oldest son, Jacob, thought that was the funniest thing he'd ever seen. And it still is up there. He was young. He didn't know better. Right. 
Yeah, it is. I mean, this is back when he was in high school, and so he screenshotted the the page, wiped out all of the I names, everybody. wiped out all the names, and then posted it to Reddit. And he was thrilled because, oh my god, look at all this karma I'm getting. Oh my god, look at this. This is great. Um, and and Lisa, of course, is horrified. Oh my god, what if what if she sees this? What if? Oh my god, you're gonna embarrass her! No I one's can't... gonna see it. You know how many people yeah, are exactly. on Reddit? Exactly. No one. No one's gonna see it. Seriously, no one. All right. Well, you know what? You go out and you do a search for selfie fail, and uh, I oh, guarantee I'll do that right now. I guarantee it'll be in there somewhere um, because uh, or if, if selfie fail poo at one o'clock. Yeah, and if you especially if you do selfie fail poo at one o'clock, yeah, you're definitely gonna find it. Um, but uh, it showed up in a whole bunch of. Uh, um, top 10 selfie fails. It showed up on Rhett and Link's top 10 selfie fails. Uh, and in most versions of it, you can see that the, um, you can see that the picture of the commenter is, uh, Lisa's profile fit pic from that time, which was a picture of me and her. So we get to be in it and it's awesome. Um, but, uh, now again, you know, these things get resized and recopied and redone over and over. And so um, there are some versions of it where the text has been redone, so it's more legible. Um, there's been a couple versions I've seen where they've just completely replaced our picture and replaced it with another picture with a comment, but it's still the same comment. They just wanted to make it legible. But uh, um, that's the story. So that's my... my uh, my, what, 10 seconds worth of time on Google Red Link? poop at 1 o'clock, it's the top image. <laughs> and I don't think the girl who's in the picture appreciated no, it. No, I'm sure she... Yeah, somebody... Yeah, somebody... Yeah, somebody somebody pointed out to her on her own Facebook page and Ooh. asked her, if, oh my goodness, is this you? And then... Um, and then when you go back to look later, the comment's been removed and there's no mention of it anymore. Um, and so, yeah, she's not, uh, at least, at least 10 years ago, she wasn't proud of this and wasn't glad that it was getting so much. Yeah. The second image glad she was, is a sign for your bathroom that says poop o'clock. All right. Poop o'clock is cute. So anyway, that's my story. Um, oh boy. And that's it for the meticulously plotted portion of the podcast. Really, not much at all. So, nothing left for us to do but uh, pause. Oh, the dolphins. Hot <laughs> <laughs> dog. This is the Nerd Pride, Pride Radio Pod, pod of, of Dolphins. <laughs> Oh, oh, that makes me feel good. Um, oh my god! Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pot, pot of dolphins. Um, at the end of every cast, we bring out R2 Dude, and his fully pimped out automatic bubble. Pot of dolphin bubble. Jesus! Uh, and here's also random topics for us to talk about. Where do these topics come from? You ask. Well, that's where you come in. You want to hear us? Hey, Ron, about something? You send us your question or topic to me by email, or better yet. Uh, in a private message on my forums, and I will add it to my pot of dolphins list. Pot of dolphins is about whatever you, you want it to be. Uh, and our first number is a one. Number one. That is not bad at all. Huh. You know, 
it would help if somebody would remember to pull this uh, chart up ahead of time, Aiden. Right? I'm sorry. Yeah, well. Oh, wait, I did. There it is. Look at that. Huh. I guess it was already oh, here. So, number one. If we start running low on Potomatics, which we shouldn't be, dear listeners, if we ever do, uh-huh. and we roll up a number that we don't have, might I recommend us getting a couple of uh, pod decks? Really? Yeah, they are decks full of... <laughs> interview questions? Interview pod- questions. Pod- podcast topics? Would you rathers? Just really odd questions? Wow. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, look, this one's from Ronster. And Ronster, Ronster says, The pain train has arrived. Your choice. Groin shot with a wiggle ball bat. I assume he means wiffle. Or beaten violently for one minute with with empty milk crates on your bare shins. Wiffle ball bat. Yeah, groin shot with a wiffle ball bat or one minute of empty milk crates yeah, on I your know. shins. Yeah, no, wiffle ball bat. Yeah, I'll take the wiffle ball bat. I mean, it's going to suck. But... Yeah, but not as bad as fucking milk crates. Yeah. Oof. Good question, though. We appreciate your time, Ron. Oh, man. What? That, that, that's horrific to think about. Right? On your shins? Uh, 93. 93 is from... Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did what I was just talking about happen? Yeah. Hold on. Let me, let me double check something here, because I think people have sent me stuff that I just didn't move over. Is that possible? That has to be what happened. Because I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I got, like, several responses from people. Yeah, see, there we are. Um, there's some from Kyle. There's some from Ron. Short down the list. Ah, I'm not a very good guy. So, uh, here, let's just open up Kyle's and just take the first one off of his list. So, oh, hey, uh, this is a rod Uh Why distinguish between rods and wands in D&D? It's dumb, right? I mean, what's really the difference? Uh, in at least 5e, a rod is something with uh, a specific number of charges, while a wand is more of a casting focus. Really? Yeah. Huh. Also, could have just be pulling that out of my ass. I don't know. Yeah, no, in fact, if I remember correctly, in Pathfinder, um, and thus earlier versions of D&D, a wand... A wand is just loaded with a spell. Oh, I think I do have it backwards. So, yeah, you have your wand is just, you know, a wand of fireballs. It has, you know, 35 fireball charges on this thing. Yeah, a rod is literally defined as a spellcasting focus. Really? Yep. Oh, wow. Well, that's different then. Then you also have rods of absorption. Right. So wands, wands literally just hold spells. Yeah, it's, it seems like wands have spells, while rods have other non-specific spell effects. Right, they are like an immovable wand. rod. Right, a rod is a wand-shaped magic item. Yes, um, and thus the that's the only reason they make the distinction is so that as you're loading things. But here's the other thing, though. Is the same way you can roll load a scroll with a spell or load a wand with a bunch of one spell. Um, technically, the rules allow you to load any item you want with spells like that. 
you can instead of a a wand, you could have a ring, a mm-hmm. ring that's loaded up with you know a ring of fireballs that has thirty five charges on it. If that's what you want to do, um, so so there's really no reason that they need to make the distinction uh, between the two. I do think it is weird. You you can't help your mother carry all that stuff. No, I didn't even What's see her. wrong with you? Look at that. She's struggling. Mama, here, get inside. Struggling. <laughs> all right, I have the microphone to myself again. <laughs> Sucker. Yes. Okay, I've actually rolled something. Forty-six. That's what I said. Um, and I apologize. Forty-six. And a fireball do more damage than that. And I apologize uh, to my listeners who have sent me Potomatics that I did not put on the list. That is entirely my fault. I am a bad, bad host. So we're going to have to make this this the last one then. Okay. Because uh, I, I need to update the list. I don't want to keep going with an insufficient list like this. Uh, this is also from Ron. Ron says, which TV shows next season... Are you most looking forward to? No. What what TV show are you looking forward to the next season the most? Uh, I, I don't I don't watch TV. Ah, Lisa. Only murders in the building. That's the one I was gonna say. Only murders in the building. That's the one I'm most looking forward to. Uh, other shows. I mean, I know there's gonna be other seasons coming, but I you know whatever. I'll take them when they get here. But only murders in the building. That sounds awesome. I loved the first season, and it's it's clever, well done. Um, his show about uh, uh, intergenerational friendship. It's a show about loneliness. It's a show about isolation, um, and uh, and about overcoming that. And it's really cool. I mean, it's also it's also you know about uh, people investigating a murder in their building and making a true crime crime podcast about it. But that's secondary to the friendships, really. So it's it's cute. I love the show. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, hold on. Ron, Ron goes on and says, What's that? The Witcher, you say? No, I haven't seen no. The Witcher. Sorry, dude. The Witcher is an affront to the video games. Which are whoa, 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 whoa. 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 Have you read the books? I've read at least one. I don't believe you. I think you're bluffing. I think you're bluffing. Um, have you played the video game? But also, they 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 stole my they stole my character idea with white hair and a scar over the left eye. That's 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 my thing, and they stole it forty years before <laughs> I was alive. <laughs> okay, and I'll never forgive them. All right, that's fair. All right, well, you guys, that was awesome. Thank you again. I'm sorry, but we can't do that. What? Okay, it's four. a four. I got a four! Your luckiest one that was on the chart. Um, although I do have a plot for the next time we come up short. Yeah? Yeah. This one's also from Ron. Hey, Ron! What is the strangest thing you have seen people put behind their ears? Their brains. <laughs> I mean, look. Your glasses, stems, your... Pencils, uh, chopstick, um, an ear clip, uh, a hearing aid. Uh, hearing aids. Hearing aids. None of that is weird. Huh. 
You got me stumped there, Ron. I have no idea. The worst I've seen is a cigarette. Oh, cigarette? I've seen that done. That's pretty normal. Uh-huh. I mean, gross, but pretty normal. All right, one you know, more. The trick is to do it lit. Yes. <laughs> well, how else would you do it? 29. 29. 29, dudes. 29 is from... Oh, it's from Lisa. Hey, Lisa. <laughs> Lisa says, Curse like a sailor for 20 straight seconds. Oh, I know I got this. Hold on. I just found that Retin Link video I was talking about. <laughs> now he's dancing to it. <laughs> okay, I think we're ready now. Wow. That could not have been better timing. Um, thank you, Rhett and Link. Um, is that from their own channel or is that. That's from a live stream on their own channel. No, no, I mean, but as in, did they post no. that? Okay, I didn't think they would. Oh, man. Oh, they must have been mortified. Oh, dude. Okay, we are loud. I am going to have to remember to turn down the volume on this episode. I can tell the rat story again to fill time. No, 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 no. I think we're good. So, uh, anyway, uh, you guys have been awesome. What you stop? 44. 44 is from... It's from Kyle. Right, Kyle. Kyle says, okay, I'm going to have you pick a number. And without telling me what it is, I'll guess, okay? All right. Wait, wait, wait. Is, is there a range? So, so, yeah, okay. So don't tell me, but pick a number between 1 and 5. And you can include 1 and 5 uh, as choosable numbers. All right. So a number between 1 and 5, pick 1. No, no, no. Don't use the dice. That, that would be unfair. No, no, I've got my number. Oh, okay. You're just picking your number? I've got it. All right. Got it. All right. Do I reveal yours? Uh, five. Five minus two. All right. It says, uh, if you want five, I'll choose it. As trash talk, I'm going to tell you that you'll want to pick three, but don't because I know you want to pick that. But look, that might not be my guess. So just pick a number. Okay. Now I'm going to include a bunch of garble text at the end, and then I'll have my guess. Oh, wait. See, that's it. we should have read the trash talk first, because that's influencing us. Huh. But it's too late. We've already picked our numbers. All right, here it is. Ready? Garble, garble, garble. I just pooped your pants. Oh! Oh, my God. Oh, my God, he did. Holy cow! That was really good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't tell you how much I love a good pooped your pants joke. Um, okay. Now it's time for GLaDOS to give us a recap of this week's episode so far. God, this episode is scattershot. We are really... Hey, Whew. hey, look, sometimes sometimes we need an episode like this. Just, you know, keep it all... That's right. Keep our eggs all in a basket. Look. Okay, that metaphor doesn't even make any look, sense. It's, it's called a foil episode. Yeah? It's one of those that you put in the middle of a bunch of good episodes 
so that you can see, like, oh, look, look, they're not always as funny. So when they are funny, it's even funnier. But I didn't say it was a bad episode. I just said it was a little scattered. Look, it, yes, it is scattered. But that's what I'm saying. You think it? You think we're not funny? No, because like with Mabim Bam, they are consistently funny, like we are. And then every so often, they have an absolute banger of an episode. Like one time during the intro, they got talking about the movie uh, War Against Grandpa. Uh huh. Oh yeah. And then they realized, okay, well. We've been talking about war against war on Grandpa for thirty minutes out of our hour long podcast. <laughs> I guess the entire podcast needs to be about war on Grandpa now. Oh wow! And so they riffed for an hour. That's great on war on Grandpa. That's really great. Okay, all right, all right. Can't believe you think our podcast sucks. I didn't say that. You just you said that. Is is this going to be in place of Glados wrapping up the show? Oh, wait, no. Sorry, here's Gladys. Remember when the platform was sliding into the fire pit and I said goodbye, and you were like, No way. And then I was all, we pretended we were going to murder you. That was great. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Nerd Pride Radio. The opening and closing theme is Death Metal Disco by Ian Cronk. Ian Cronk, yeah. As performed by Black Dove Underground. Uh, my bumper music this week was just Weezers, Weezers in the, the Garage. Weezers in the Garage. Uh, all the songs we use are available on a variety of music services. Uh, where am I? There we go. Check them out. Listen to them. Buy them. Enjoy them. I would put, wouldn't put them in my podcast if I didn't love them. Uh, if you want to help out Nerd Pride, you need to subscribe to this podcast or whatever podcast in whatever podcatcher Podcatcher you use. Oh, look, I don't even have that in there. I, boy, and, I, have, right, I got a typo in here for And rate us five stars and give us a good review. Or give us a crappy review. Really, all the five stars is what matters. Right, because that's how we trick the algorithm. Uh, but if you want to do something super nice for this podcast, what, what do they do if they want to do something super nice for this podcast? Recommend it to a friend. If you enjoy it, chances are your friend will enjoy it. What a great idea. Word of mouth is our bread and butter, people. Uh, remember, I'm always looking for you listeners to do my work for me. Don't forget to send me the questions and topics for the Podomatic, uh, which I promise I will add to the list. I swear I will. Uh, I just didn't have enough time this time. It's only been four weeks. Uh, let me know if you want to inclu- be included in Listener Betrayal. If you have a really interesting nerd fact about an upcoming episode number, send it to me and save me all of that grueling research. My contact information, Mike at NerdBrightRadio.com. Um, social medias, blah, blah, blah. I don't check those. To be completely honest, the best way to get a hold of me is uh, come sign up for my forums at nerdprideradio.com slash nerds. You sign up there, you send me a message, we will hang out together and become the best friends in the world. We'll have fun. Now it's time for Listener Betrayal. Before we start recording every podcast, uh, we post up to our various uh, listener lists and say, hey, we are recording. Anything that people text to us during the duration of our recording will be read off at the end of the podcast, which is what we are doing right this very moment. Uh, I don't know. Should I go first or should you go first? You should go first. I always do. So therefore, 
we go to uh, there it is nope that's almost it wrong one so we go here and I texted out and said there it is I said nerd bride forever we're recording and we need to know what Greek god or demigod do you feel is most like you which one is your favorite were they the same answer all right first response is from Jacob Jacob says my favorite is Hades Often misunderstood character since he's the king of the underworld. I blame the Disney Hercules movie, uh, though I do like James Wood's Hades. Okay, so here's my answer. I have the sarcasm of James Wood's Hades, but I'm as chill as the and altruistic as the actual Hades. Oh. Ooh. Somebody thinks very highly of himself. Ooh. Good answer, though. Oh, I am the most humble person you'll ever meet. <laughs> okay, real quick. Well, while we're talking about GLaDOS and Portal, if you take the ending song to Portal 1, Still Alive, and read it flat, not singing, it sounds like a Trump speech. Wow. We may have to do that next time. Or I could look up the lyrics now. Okay, you do that, and I'll keep reading. Uh, Hey, Kaz! It'll probably be one of those things where, like, there's, like, our ending silence... And then we'll put it in after the silence. There you go. Um, Kaz replied and said, Greetings. I feel at this point in my life I'm more like Jason from the Argonauts than anyone else, trying to keep things together as the world gets more challenging. My favorite is Dionysus, because uh, who doesn't want to have a good time? Eh? Good answers. Yeah. Both. That's awesome. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Read, read that name again. Dionysus. There you yeah, go. Yeah, I know. I've, ever since I was a kid, I've always said Dionysus, and then... Only later did I hear it pronounced, and I'm like, oh, what's... I'm dumb. And I still I still always get it wrong. I, I still pronounce that Pokemon Whamler. Even though it's Whalmer. <laughs> oh, Whamler. Okay, that was far enough off that I was not going to get that. There's no way I would have figured out. Yeah, no, no, that, that that's the Whalmer that came up with Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Whamler. No, Aha uh-huh is a completely different band. I know. You suck. Um, oh, Lisa responded. Lisa said, Hestia, goddess of home and hearth, is the one I am most like. Although I can't relate to the virgin part after having four kids. My favorite is Artemis, goddess of the hunt. Nice. Artemis is a great one. I just, in fact, um, I just read the book Circe. Yeah. I had the book Circe read to me by my uh, Audible app. But still, same thing. I read the book. And... Uh, Circe is an un- unbelievable book. It is so good. So good. It is, I mean, Circe is, you know, the daughter of a titan. She's a nymph. She's a goddess. She's uh, a sorcerer, witch. A child. She's a mother. She's and a She's yet, a despite being a god and an immortal, like this entire book is very human and very, um, very deep and touching. And it was really really cool. Uh, Cersei was just an amazing book, um, and I thought of it because Artemis was in there, and uh, Artemis is kind of a... Um, well, most of the gods are. Kind of an asshole. I mean, the, the gods. Yeah, because they're gods. That's exactly why. Um, everyone but Prometheus. Is Prometheus a god? He was a titan, so... Which, as this book points out... Um, 
The only difference between Titans and Olympians is the name, because, I mean, the Olympians are the children of the Titans, so it's not like... And they wind up boinking each other and having more kids between the two sets all the time. So. And then Kronos tries eating them. Well... Or some rocks, depends on how dumb he is that day. <laughs> uh, I still don't understand how, as the Titan of Time... Do you mistake a rock for your own child? Look, here's in there are so many Greek legends, and I'm sure there are other cultures that have these same types of legends, but Greeks especially were incredibly fond of having a horrible event that is foretold by the fates or prophecy or whatever, and they're aware that this is how it's going to happen. And so they do everything in their power to prevent that from coming true, and their actions to try and prevent it are what causes it to come true. Right. Like, how many times do you... Odysseus. Right. Not Odysseus, uh, Oedipus. Yes. Um, How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? I mean, they don't learn. None of them do. So, all right, uh, next is from Aiden. Aiden says, how do you pronounce that? Uh, Kalamos? Kalamos. Kalamos. He's the god of stupidity, mentioned only once by Aristophanes. Really? Yeah. So you give me a joke answer? No! I'm stupid and rarely mentioned. You you are the funny one. I mean, yes, we do actively try to exclude you, and yet here you are. Exactly my point. Ugh. Alright. Alright, I'll take it. I'm Kalemos all the way, baby! See, when I first saw it, I thought it said Colmus. That didn't make any sense to me at all. Um, next up is... Oh, Eli actually... Elijah responded. Hi, Eli. Not that you listen to this, but hi, Eli. He says, Hercules is my favorite. That's a short answer, but it's the longest answer he's ever sent into this podcast, so... I'm, I'm proud of him. Thrilled with that. Um, oh, hey, Katie. This is awesome. Katie says, "Sorry, I was driving, so I just got this." However, I would say I am the one most like me would be Hestia. All right, we've seen that answer before. Cool, because I'm close to family and like to keep the peace. My favorite is Athena. Oh, ooh, yeah. Athena's a badass, um, and in the book Circe, also kind of an asshole. Um, but again, it's because she's a god. Uh, that is also um, in the game Godball that my friend Dave and I have created. Uh, it was originally just Greek gods, and Athena was always his favorite. Always his favorite. Um, he loves Athena. And then we decided that we were uh, only going to keep one Greek god and then like divide the other up, others up to other pantheons um, so we can get a little more diversity into this game. And it was a tie between Zeus and Athena? And it turns out that the one we kept... No, no. Dave didn't even consult me. It just He just kept Athena. So I'm like, alright, cool. This is, I, he loves Athena a lot. Um, so, and then... That's it. That's everything I've got. How about oh, you? Son. Father. Um, I have some messages. Yes, you do. 
All right. Uh, oh, I don't have that many. <laughs> I sent out. Hi, Deplat Nerds. My dad and I are recording today. If you'd like to say something or have us read anything, now is your chance. We will read anything you send us. Seriously, anything you type will be read off this week's question. If you could spend the rest of your life in any fictional world, what would it be and why? The first one comes to us from uh, Stephanie. And she says, any fictional world that takes place in a book, I'm better on paper than I am in real life. Oh, <laughs> Oh, no. That's a great answer. Well, I mean, like, she didn't actually answer the question, but it's still fantastic. I mean, if you're going to give us a joke, that's a great one. Uh, the next one comes from Jacob. He says, if I wanted a life of adventure and excitement, I'd choose Hyrule, because Zelda, obviously. If I wanted to live peacefully and happily, I'd choose Animal Crossing. Ooh. Ooh. I would not have even thought of Animal Crossing. That is really, Could really Could you imagine... Cute. Living on an island where you don't have to do a damn thing but catch bugs and fish. Just enjoy the world around you. You don't have a job to do. Don't have a job to do? What? I'm breaking my back collecting fish and fruit to go pay off my freaking mortgage. I'm sorry, you haven't paid off your mortgage yet, poor boy? Well, yeah, but then I wanted to expand the house, so I took out another one. Okay, yeah. I live in a six-room mansion on the island. You gotta step up your game, man. So you're saying I need to work harder. You gotta be on that grind. (laughs) I did not get to be a self-startup fisherman. Yeah, making right? making <laughs> making eight figures in bells a month. <laughs> nice. Oh boy. Uh the next one comes from my mother. Okay. Hi mom. Hi mom. Uh she says, I want to live in Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Who wouldn't? Yeah, no, that's actually a pretty yeah. good one. I mean look, there is a uh I'll be I'll I'll be the troll in, in the basement. There's a fair chance that you're gonna get hit with a stray spell. And be burned or transfigured or something, but they always fix you up. Mm-hmm. I mean, like until until the later. That was their fix. I don't remember that. He broke his arm playing Quidditch. They're like, "Oh, you'll be right," and then they liquefy the bone in his arm. He's flopping around. That's common. Well, there's a cousin from John. And John says, Hyrule Breath of the Wild. I love the idea of being an adventurer in a dystopian medieval world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, alright. Yeah, any. I mean, just don't walk across any stray-buried guardians and you should be fine. Yeah. Any any world without, uh... Okay, they... They don't have penicillin, but they do have healing magic, so... That kind of makes up for it. So... This is just Mike... I'm oh, sorry, I just saw the picture of the Rat King up there. Yeah, I know. My son sent that to me. Gross. Uh, you said Star Trek, the next generation. Yes. yes. I don't a, see a Y on here. It's a post-capitalist world where uh, um, we get to live in a true communist society where, you know, from each according to their ability and to each according to their need. And uh, 
Um, that means that I'm taken care of. It's good. I'm safe. I mean, you know, as long as I'm living on Earth, I suppose. But do I want a life of adventure? Do I want a life of risk? Or do I want to, you know, happily play games all the time and raise my family? And say, I don't think I want to live the life of adventure. Maybe I'm just ready to retire. Huh. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sitting here babbling. Welcome to capitalism. You're not old enough to retire. Oh, crap. All right, but you know, in 15 to 20 years, I'm out of here. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got. All right, cool. Um, look, I'm I'm sorry that uh, we didn't deliver the quality podcast that you want. I, I thought it was good, but Aiden says we suck. I, I will end you. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, hey, we appreciate you guys being here. You've been awesome to us, and uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, say goodnight, R2. Say goodnight, Aiden. Goodnight, everybody. We out of here. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction. Aperture science. We do what we must because we can. For the good of all of us. Except the ones who are dead. (laughs) But there's no sense in crying over every mistake. You just keep on trying till you run out of cake. And the science gets done and you make a neat gun for the people who are still alive. I'm not even angry. I'm being so sincere right now. (laughs) Even though you broke my heart and killed me. (laughs) And tore me to pieces. (laughs) And threw every piece into a fire. (laughs) As they burned it hurt because I was so happy for you. Now these points of data make a beautiful lie. And we're out of beta. We're releasing on time. And I'm glad I got burned. Think of all the things we learned for the people who are still alive. (laughs) Can you go all the way to the end? Go ahead and leave me. (laughs) I think I prefer to stay inside. Maybe you'll find someone else to help you. Maybe Black Mesa. That was a joke. (laughs) Fat chance. Anyway, this cake is great. It's so delicious and moist. Look at me still talking when there's science to do. When I look out there, it makes me glad I'm not you. I've got experiments to run. There's research to be done on the people who are still alive. And believe me, I am still alive. I'm doing science, and I'm still alive. I feel fantastic, and I'm still alive. Well, you're dying. I'll be still alive. And when you're dead, I will be still alive. Still alive.